Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Judith Joy. Judith is an author, transformational teacher, inspirational speaker, dream creation coach, and healer whose mission is to help people manifest their dreams and shift their energy to create the life they choose. Welcome, Judith. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's so nice to have you. And that's quite a mission that you've taken on for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's fun. Good. Well, and that's the important thing. I think we yeah. none of us have enough fun. And as we get older, whatever we do, we want fun to be involved in it, correct? Yes. Yeah, we always need fun. So we're going to start out. Tell us a little bit about your journey of what brought you to where you are today as a coach and healer. Okay. It started out with headaches, if you believe it or not. Wow. And I was getting headaches and I went through the Western medicine and I went, no, this isn't working for me. And so I jumped over to the alternative and I found this guy in the back of a room of a doctor's office and the doctor didn't even know what he was doing. Oh my gosh. But people were getting better. Wow. So I started like, sure, fine. I'll work with him. Right. And I'll give it a try. And that was like the egg cracking open that, oh my goodness, all that goodness was there. I could ask questions and he'd either tell me the answer or give me the article or the book or go take this course, go talk to that person. And it was very organic growth to my education. And anything that I was interested in, I would just dive into. And that's how I got where I am now, because I started realizing that I was an energy healer because I could do some of these things. And then I was interested in the mind part of it. And then it was like consciousness transformation. Then I realized they're the same thing, except that energy healing generally goes to the body and consciousness transformation goes to life. And then I'm like, okay, so why is it that some of the things in my life worked and some things didn't? Hmm. And I started looking at that and I was like, oh, I get it. And then from there, I developed a four-step process to help people create a life that works. Well, tell us a little bit more about the four-step process since you brought that up. Can you just kind of give us real quick what the steps are? I know you can't really go into depth, but give us an idea what they might be and what that process is. The first is to be high vibe. What is That's high it. vibe? Tell us, because I get, you know, some people might know, I do, but not everyone knows what high vibe is. Okay. High vibe vibration is how everything operates. Your desk is a vibrating, even if you can't feel it, each of the little molecules in it are vibrating. And that's how they actually stay in space. It goes from zero to a thousand for emotional vibration. Oh, if you follow what David Hawkins in power versus force talks about the lower vibrations, the ones closer to zero are 
shame, blame, apathy, grief. And these vibrations where it's hard to get anything done. And you have to force yourself. Imagine being depressed and on the couch. It takes a lot of energy to get anything done. It takes oomph. It does. And some people just can't do anything when they're depressed. When it's bad enough, they just can't get off the couch. Right. Or out of bed. Some of them don't even get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. So the the whole idea is to feel better. Mm -hmm. When you get up to anger, you actually have more energy to get stuff done. So anger is a higher vibration than grief or apathy. And you're moving in the right direction. Even though anger doesn't feel good, it's still moving in the right direction. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. You go above that and you take responsibility for everything in your life. Mm -hmm. And when you can take responsibility, that means everything you're putting out and everything that's coming back and your reaction to everything that's coming back. Then you step into your power. And this is where your thoughts can create your reality because your heart is matching where your thoughts are trying to lead you. So when you are a high vibe, you have compassion, you have kindness, you have gratitude, you have joy, you have peace, and you have calm. And it's all of these feelings. You know, think about when you're in love and you can feel that excitement and love and stuff like that. Anything is possible. Mm -hmm. And it's this feeling of it's all possible, where when you're depressed, nothing seems to be possible. Absolutely. That's so true. Right. But it's all about where you choose to be. You're never stuck at one vibration. You're constantly moving and something happens in your life and you go to that vibration. And then you're just like, well, I like this vibration. I'd like more of it, please. Or I don't like this vibration. I would like less of it, please. And you move in that direction. Right. The idea is not to get stuck in any one um, vibration. So of the four steps, being the high vibe is the most important because when you are high vibe, then things can happen with ease. The second step is imagine your dream. And this is like, really imagine it, know what it feels like and what's the dream underneath the dream. And then you have to ask for what you want and then you have to let it go. And by the way, once you ask and let it go, you go to the aligning which is the third part. Third step. Mm -hmm. The aligning is where you are actually getting ready to receive. You're clearing out anything that doesn't match what your desire is. Any fears that you have. You're building up the excitement of having the dream. And it's not one or the other, it's both. But I've found that the more time you spend in the excitement, the easier it is. Because if you focus all of your energy on what's wrong and what's the problem, what you focus on is what you get. Absolutely. So if you're focusing (laughs) on the problem, you get more problems to focus on. Right? Exactly. (laughs) So it's important to look at it, but then to be sure to look at the other side and feel the excitement and feel the, oh my goodness, and it's going to be like this and it's going to be like that. And you know, it already is like that. I just don't have it in front of me. And then you go to the fourth step and that's inspired action. And it's not the action that everybody else tells you to take. Mm -hmm. It's the action that you get that intuitive hit and then you go take it. 
for example, when I got divorced, I changed my name. And I was like, I want a different name. Universe, help me find a new name. And one day I was walking through the living room and I saw a book on the table and I'm like, oh, I've got to put that on the shelf. That was the inspired thought. That was the intuitive hit. I went over and picked up the book and put it on the shelf. That was the inspired action. The book next to where I put it on the shelf was, are you happy? And I'm like, oh, that's a fun book. Let me look at that. And then I started doing some other things. And then I go into the kitchen to get lunch. And oh my gosh, looking at a magazine article. And it's how this author changed her name to Joy. And I went, oh, I get it. But because I had taken all these little inspired steps, my question was answered. Yes. And I think we, when we get these intuitive hits, we don't always pay attention to them. We just flick them off like, like they're not important. I've learned that you need to pay attention when you get those little thoughts. You really do. But when I was younger, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to them. I just, and so I, how many opportunities did I miss that the universe was trying to send my way and I didn't get it? <laughs> I think it's sort of like, if the universe decides it wants you to have something because you really decide that you want it, yes, then it will keep giving you intuitive hits. And it might be, well, let's try it from the left. That didn't work. Let's try it from the right. That didn't work. Let's have a phone call that someone will mention something. And eventually you're going, I'm seeing a pattern here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So they will keep hitting you and they're thinking she's not getting it. We got to keep hitting her with stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is so funny, but yeah, sometimes it takes a while, but I feel as if now with my podcast, my whole life led me to here. So yes. all the things good and bad led me to this point in my life right now. And I feel like it's where I'm supposed to be. I have an important message for baby boomers and everyone that I have on my podcast has something important to share. So I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, but it, I'm 71. Look how long it took me to get here, but that's okay. Cause I'm here now. But what if it was all perfect? Yes. What if you needed all of those experiences in order to be able to do this? I did. Yes. So each one was a piece of the puzzle to get me to here. I, yeah, I, I really believe that everything I've done up till now is a piece of what's making this work for me today. And now, absolutely. But I'm very in tune to uh, my intuitive self. So I do listen to things like I just got a thought from my sister and I called her right away. I just got this idea. I think you really need to follow up on this. And I got the idea, but it was for her. But and she goes, oh, yeah, I think you're right. So that's, oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, you were talking about, right? right? <laughs> she wasn't getting it. So it came to me. <laughs> It's very true. That is so funny. That just hit me. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes we get the intuitive hits for somebody else. And that's what that was. Yeah. And then it's up to you if you share it or not. Yes, true. I do tend to want to share. Now, some people, I mean, this was a positive thing. So she goes, great. You know, if it's something that they don't want to hear or a message they don't want to hear, they might not listen, but that's not my fault. I shared the message. That's I played my part, right? right? That's it. Right. But it's also, it's a communication and it's a conversation. Yes, absolutely. 
Yeah. And it's a conversation with the universe. And you can call it the universe. You can call it God. You can call it the divine. You can call the creator of all that is. Whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. It's this energy out there that is helping you create your life. We're on earth to have experiences. And it's up to you what you want those experiences to be. And then when things happen, it's up to you how you respond to those experiences. Absolutely. Yep. You know, life isn't perfect for everybody. No. <laughs> Probably not anybody, but <laughs> things happen. So how are you going to react to it? Like, if you get sick, yeah, you can look at what was the physical cause of it. But you could also look at the emotional cause that pulled you into that vibration. You know, I, in 2019, I was complaining about my husband and <laughs> just for three weeks, stupid stuff, but just a little, but it was getting to me. And then all of a sudden I end up with this huge cold and I started laughing because I knew immediately what had happened is I had lowered my vibration until I was at the level of a cold. And my body was like, okay, it's a match. You have matched with a cold. <laughs> so here's your experience. Right. And when I, in um, 2017, I was diagnosed with cancer. And when that happened, I didn't immediately go, oh no, why me? Oh my God, why is this happening? I immediately, because I've come a long way, I'm a lot more spiritual now. I said, okay, what's the message? You're doing the, there's a message here. So why am I getting cancer? I guess I have to go through this and I'm just going to accept it, work through it and move on. And that's what I did. So, but a lot of people just get so worked up and so upset and why me and, and everything's negative. And even when I was having chemo, I was thinking happy thoughts. I was not, I was in a good space. I was very, very tired because cancer will wipe you out, but that was the worst of it. And from the day one, I took it as a message, something I needed to do or go through to learn something. And I moved on. So what did you learn from it? Well, I think I learned that I had to change certain habits that I had. I had to learn to eat better. I had to exercise more. I wasn't keeping my body in the shape it needed to be if I want to live to be 90 or 100. So kind of was a wake-up call. Okay, change your eating habits. Got to exercise more. Keep your mind positive. Meditate more like it was a wake-up call. I wasn't doing enough of the things I needed to do. So that's what so the message all of those things that you've adapted are actually pulling you into the high vibe. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then when I found the podcast, I mean, when I'm doing a podcast, my vibe is high. I love it. I love talking to people. I love sharing people's messages. So this is the highlight of my week when I'm doing a podcast recording. It really <laughs> is. It's very high vibe for me. As you can see, I'm like high energy. I love it. So I want more. So yeah, I, it did. It pulled me right into a much higher vibration. Now for someone else, it could have done the opposite and it could have dragged them down. But for me, it didn't. I, I just said, okay, what do I have to learn? Let's move on. And here I am. Yeah. So yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And it's funny while I was recuperating, well, even before I was diagnosed with cancer, I started listening to podcasts on my walks. 
So I was starting to walk every day before I was diagnosed. And then after I was diagnosed, you know, I started listening to more and more podcasts. And then that's when one day I said, I can do this. I'm listening to all these people. And I'm like, I can do this. And then I found the void. I just felt that there wasn't anything for boomers that was strictly inspirational because I don't want to talk about finances or where can you get the best health care, this and that inspirational, motivational things that can help us get through the next 20 or 30 years. What do we need to know so that we can stay healthy, stay engaged? And, you know, and I want people to know that your life isn't over. If you've always had a dream, you still have time to do it. Get out there and do it. Right. Now, so, another way to look at that is so many people look at retirement as the end of work. Yes. Yes. But it can be the beginning of your next phase. So what is it that you would like that next phase to do? What would you like to be? What would you like to have? And- if you look forward that way, then you will create something that is valuable because without it, you're going to sit on your couch and watch TV for the next 30, 40 years. No, you won't be around 30 or 40 if you're sitting on the couch. <laughs> you won't last that long. That's the problem. You might last five years, six years, but if you want to be around 20 or 30 years, you do need to stay active and engaged. So, yes. yeah. But what I'm saying is, If you're projecting forward in your life, what would you like it to be in 30 or 40 years? Pretend you are at your eulogy. You've died. Your funeral is there. You're sitting in the back going, well, look at all these people or not. Or not. (laughs) What would you like the person saying your eulogy to say? And have you done that? Or do you still have more to say? Do you still have more to do? Right. And to share, like most of us have worked 20, 30 years and we build up all this experience. Do you want to just now throw it out the window? You can share it with other people. You can mentor younger people. You can put it in a book. You can put it in. I mean, there's so many ways to use all of that experience. Why would you want to just throw it away? What's your legacy? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is your chance to record it in some way. Yes. And to share it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So one more thing before we go, on your website, you were talking about how fun can create success. So give us a little idea about how that happens and and why fun is so important. Because I think most of us, young and old, don't really have enough fun in our life. And I think fun's important to success. So what are your ideas on that? Oh, fun is the creative energy. When you're having fun, you can be creative and you can create whatever it is you choose to create when you're having fun. So each person, it's different. Mm -hmm. My husband was a race car driver. He drove sprint cars. To him, that was fun. It would terrify me. (laughs) (laughs) We went to a go-kart course and I'm like, I'm fine just putting along going. (laughs) And he was whipping around. Oh, me too. I'd be afraid. (laughs) But I tried it. Right. But for me, learning new things is fun. Mm -hmm. And it's exciting. And then I start getting the ideas and they start popping. And it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 what's that? And what's that? And how does that fit together with this? And for me, that's fun. So 
when you are having fun, you are being high vibe. You just have to find out what you think is fun. Yes, exactly. And even with exercise, I think find an exercise that's fun that you can continue to do, because if it's not something you're going to continue to do, you're not going to keep your body healthy. Find something fun. So weightlifting is fun for some people. Yes. Yes. Dancing is fun for some people. Yoga is fun for some people. Playing soccer is fun for others. Right. Find what you like and then do more of that. That's true. That's such a good message. It really is. So share with us how people can connect with you. Where can they find you? Okay. Uh, Yeswithjoy.com, which is also judithjoy.com. I'm on social media. We've got Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Clubhouse, you know, a couple other things. But it's all either yes with Judith Joy mm-hmm. or Judith Joy. Okay. And I have a workshop coming up. It's ah. three nights. Uh-huh. And we're going to go over the dream creation process and then help you start creating your dreams. Ooh. And it's small and it's intimate. It's starting uh, September 22nd, okay. then September 29th, and then October 6th. And to sign up, you just go to the website and it's on the workshop page. That sounds great. That'll be great. So any boomers who are looking for ideas of what they can do, they know they want to do something, but they have no idea how to create it. That's a great workshop. That will yeah, be perfect. One of the things that I do is help you go from st- stuck to unstuck. Right. And so many of us got stuck over this year of COVID. We just got stuck. I didn't because I kind of started, okay, I'm in real estate, but I really need to pivot to something else because for a while, real estate was totally shut down. Then it came back, but you know, it's changed a lot. So I knew I wanted to pivot to something else as I aged. So I started doing it last year. So I gave myself time to do both. So I think that COVID was actually very good in some respects. (laughs) It was. People had to learn how to pivot. Yes. It was very good in some ways and then bad in others, but it did create a lot of good. People tend to think it was bad, bad, bad. It wasn't. It created a lot of good. I agree. Now think about in the beginning when we were having shortages of spinach and toilet paper, you know, whatever. You're like, okay, I go to the grocery store and I want to get spinach. Uh, They don't have any. Okay. Pivot. I can do kale tonight. <laughs> yes, <right>. exactly. <laughs> but you learn how to do that in all areas of your life. Yes. And then it, you're not getting as upset. Right. You know, imagine going to the store and I'm going to have spinach and I can only imagine spinach and I can't think of anything else. And this is all I'm going to have. It's just going to lead to disappointment. Yeah. And frustration. Yeah. Yeah. So you just keep pivoting. A couple of weeks ago, my grill was broken. The oven didn't heat up. And I went, okay, now what? Pivot. My eyes went to the stove. Okay, I'll do this a different recipe. <laughs> That's right. See? Yeah. And and you've learned to do it without getting upset because it's happened so much. Now we're like, oh, can't do that. Let me do this. Which so that was, it was a good lesson for us to learn. It really was. I think a, a lot of good lessons came out of COVID. A lot of bad stuff happened, but a lot of good stuff too. So I think it's helped us grow a lot of us. So I think I learned a lot during COVID. So it's been a good thing. So yeah. a lot of boomers tend to get stuck 
well, I've always thought this way, therefore I'm going to continue thinking this way. Yes. So COVID was a real nudge to go, yeah, there might be a different way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, just a That's little right. bit. There might be. <laughs> That's right. And if you can open yourself up to a new possibility or possibilities, then you can get new ideas and new experiences coming to you. Right. So do you have one final bit of advice or is that pretty much it that we need to not be stuck in pivot? Do you have any other advice you'd like to add specifically for boomers since that's my major audience? Let's look at perspective. Okay. If you're looking at a tree and you have blue glasses on, the tree's going to look blue. If you put yellow glasses on, it will look yellow. If you put red glasses on, it's going to look red. All you did was change your perspective and how you look at it changes. Then how you feel about it can change. That's right. And if you can get your thoughts and your feelings moving in the same direction, which is what I help you do, then you're good. Because if your thoughts are going one way and your feelings are going the other way, the feelings win. Ah, see that? (laughs) There you go. There you go. Well, that's a great message because some of us do get stuck on our one perspective, but sometimes it just takes the teeniest little bit of a pivot and everything looks so different. Right. So, and life can be so much different if we just learn to, to change our perspective and pivot. So that's excellent advice. I really like that. Life is all about the choices and which choices are you choosing? Absolutely. I think we think it's, it's, you know, oh, well, I made this mistake. Now I'm stuck or, or that happened and I'm stuck, but no, make another choice or, or, you know, you can turn anything almost into lemonade, like lemons into lemonade, but almost any bad situation could be turned around into something good. It really can. I, in fact, I could say 100% every situation can be turned around and you f- can find some good out of it, no matter how bad it is. I believe there's always a little bit of good. So again, a lot of times changing your perspective does that for you. Yeah. And if you open yourself to possibilities of it being different, then it can show up differently. Yeah. And I think because we are the first generation that will probably many of us will live to be 90 or hundred, like there's always been a few, but I think our generation, many will live that long. We're looking for different perspectives. We don't want to live our life the way our parents did because they just, as soon as they were tired, they figured, you know, life is over. I'm just going to have fun with my grandchildren. And so, but we're looking for different ways of doing things, baby boomers. So I think it's so important with people like you that can help guide us because it's all new territory. We, some of us don't know what to do. So we need the guidance and we need the coaching. So it, it's very important. So I really encourage my people that you go and look uh, go to Judith's website, look into her course that she has coming up, especially if you're feeling stuck. It doesn't take much to get unstuck, but sometimes that coaching makes it go much faster and easier. So I'd like to thank you for joining us today, Judith. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful talking with you. You're welcome. It's been great. And baby boomers, go to Judith's website right now, today. Yeswithjoy.com. Yes. And if if you're walking and you haven't been able to write down the website, just go to kickassboomers.com, click on Judith's picture. The show notes will come up and you'll have all that information. You'll have her LinkedIn and her Facebook and all of that. So you can just 
befriend her everywhere and then go to her website and join her course. So thank you again, Judith. This has been great. Thank you. Welcome. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.